With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Scoop for Wednesday, August 4th. This is your daily Buckeye Fix. I'm Tom Moore. The Minnesota game is in 29 days. The game against Michigan in 115 days. Yes, we are in the 20s in the countdown to that first game. Today, also, fall camp is here. The Buckeyes will start the ramp up to the 2021 football season this morning at 7.30 a.m., bright and early. Mark Givler, Tony Gerdeman, and I will all be setting our alarms very early to be there providing coverage for BuckeyeScoop.com. Yesterday, we got a chance to talk to the quarterbacks as well as Ryan Day, position coach Corey Dennis. You can find a recap of those interviews on the Buckeye Weekly podcast we dropped last night. Today, we're looking forward to what we're going to see in practice later on today. Not much later on, but a little later on. Uh, my guest today is Buckeye Scoopy reporter Tony Gerdeman. Tony, to me, the start of fall camp always feels like the official end of the offseason. Like, I mean, there's not games yet, but it's like, all right, like, it's here. We, we made it. It's here. And it moves incredibly fast. I don't know if it moves fast for fans, but it moves fast for us while we're covering it because we can both look at our calendar and see there is no break coming. And the only break is, you know, like on the weekends when you're trying to catch up on everything you did during the week. And, and then before you know it, it's, you know, it's game week and game week is even earlier this year. So it's, it's all going to become, it, it's going to get here. I mean, it's so fast. It, and like you said, it, it is here. Yeah. So that may have sounded like complaining. None of that was complaining. We're all very happy that college football is here that we have uh, regular access to uh, interviews and practice and all that kind of stuff. It's like, Oh man, it has been, I mean, we, we really didn't get any kind of, pra- you know, consistent regular practice access uh, last year. So it has been a couple of years since we've been in that building pretty consistently. So yeah, this is uh, this is going to be a lot of fun this month, you know, and we are going to get to watch at least part of practice today, you know, and how much will depend on the benevolence of the good folks at the sports information department and the coaching staff. But I'm really kind of interested to get some first impressions on where things stand with a bunch of different places, you know, positions that, uh, you know, to sort of start the month. And then you can kind of later on see who's moving up or down in the running order. But, you know, the first position I really want to see, like who's going, who's going first, who's going second, who's going third, the quarterbacks, there, there will be a fourth quarterback in there soon, but right now it's just the top three. I want to see what order are they running in this morning? Yeah. And that's a lot of what we're going to have to piece together. And we talked about that yesterday on Buckeye weekly, where, we may not get to see any scrimmaging, but what we do get to see is who's repping first in whatever drill. And while we expect it to be CJ Stroud, Jack Miller, Kyle McCord, and maybe that wouldn't necessarily be news because that's the same as it was in the spring. But what kind of buzz do you think there would be if it's CJ Stroud, then Kyle McCord, and then Jack Miller, or anything different than what we <laughs> saw in the spring? That would create certainly some news and 
it would be a good way for Ryan Day to maybe throw a wrench into everybody's assumption this spring, uh, this fall. Because even if you put Kyle McCord number two, now it looks like, oh, now he's gaining. Like now he's, you know, creating uh, some sort of pressure on CJ Stroud, who, gosh, we thought he was going to be the starter. But now, can he keep that upstart freshman away from him? Uh, uh, that would be interesting on Day's part if he wanted to go ahead and, uh, you know, just um, mess with us a little bit. I'm pretty sure they don't do stuff specifically to mess with us. Although when they always have the quarterbacks point, you know, practicing on the absolute furthest point of the field, sometimes I do wonder, I don't think that's specifically the reason they do that, but you know, you can't completely rule it out. Um, you know, but as you sort of mentioned there, what we see on Wednesday morning is just sort of one data point to start with. And then when we see them later in the week, when we see them next week, when we see them a couple of weeks from now, we can kind of track who's moving up in the pecking order, who's moving down in the pecking order, maybe guys who have switched positions. You know, you see a guy one day, uh, you know, hey, uh, this this corner is at safety. And then, you know, three days later, oh, he's back at corner. Like it sometimes sometimes you just see a guy at a different spot and you don't know, are they just trying him somewhere? Is this as consistent, you know, a significant position move? So this is kind of the first data point that we can then compare stuff to. It's like the scientific method. We're, we're basically scientists. Um, you know, I am super intrigued to see guys, you know, who are playing the same position, who are likely going to be running very different spots in the line, if, if I'm guessing correctly. Uh, true freshman defensive ends, Jack Sawyer and JC Tuimoloau, they both come in as five stars. They both come in as like top five players in the entire nation. Sawyer had the whole spring. Tuimoloau just showed up a couple weeks ago. I'm expecting Sawyer to probably be closer to the front of the line than Tui Molowal, but I'm just really intrigued to see where they both are. I kind of view it as uh, like a, a car race, and maybe Tui Molowal didn't have the, the times during the week to qualify for like the front of the line, so he's going to start in the back because you know he had a bad week of of racing, whereas Jack Sawyer, you know, he had, he had some some good times in prep, and so. I'll be interested to see because, like you, I expect JT Tuimoloau to be towards the back of the line, and then as we get another data point in a week or so, how much, how many cars has he passed mm-hmm. since day one, and that will give us an idea of the speed that he's playing at, and, and that's going to be interesting to watch. And I, I think we will get an idea of that, even if we're just getting a little bit of a, a glimpse of practice and. You said uh, the SIDs and their benevolence. If it was up to them, we would get to see everything. We know that. They're good people. It's the coaches that limit us. But uh, yeah, I, I'm fascinated to see how quickly, because like, I think it's going to be tough. I, like, It'll be easier for him than Quinn Ewers, but like, I don't just, how quickly can he pass Darian Henry Young, Jacoby Cowan, uh, Jaden, not Jaden McKenzie, but Cormonte Hamilton. And, and then, uh, you know, Jack Sawyer is... Is he the number five guy? Can he move to the number four guy? Is he running with the twos at any point? And has he passed anybody? So, uh, yeah, those are two fun ones to watch where, um, but, but I, you wonder if anybody can get into that top four just because they're seniors and they lead. So like, as we're, you know, trying to piece together stuff from uh, drills rather than any scrimmaging, I don't know that anybody will maybe encroach into that top four that we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, again, this is, we don't have any firm conclusions today. This is just sort of one data point to, to go off of, but it's, you know, this is, this is a very instructive base for us to start operating off of because, you know, they, 
you can you can ask coaches to put out a depth chart or you can ask coaches, you know, hey, if the season started today and you don't get an answer. So this is how you end up sort of figuring this stuff out. And, you know, this is sort of weird and uh, bizarre. And uh, but this is this is kind of how the sausage gets made when you're <laughs> when you have you know access to practice in, in this kind of way. So it's going to be interesting, really, really interesting to start, you know, start kind of collecting that data today. It, the corners are really intriguing to me as well. You've got the true freshmen. You've got Jordan Hancock, J.K. Johnson, Andre Turrentine. None of them were in for the spring. So this is a first impression for all of those guys. And then you've also got the second-year guys, Ryan Watts, who I think has kind of flashed at times. He might be, of the six guys I'm going to talk about, probably the furthest up the list in my mind right now. But you also got Legend Cavazos, who had some injury issues last year. You got Cam Martinez, who was kind of really just learning the position last year. You know, what are you looking to see from those guys? Are there any of them that really are intriguing to you today? Well, and I wonder if we'll get to see the corners and the safeties working out separately, because that's when you get to find out, oh, this guy, because mm-hmm. I remember Jordan Fuller, his first freshman practice, he was at corner. And then like the next practice, he was at safety and same like 2011, I think Christian Bryant came in as one of the top corners in the nation. And he was practicing with the safeties right away. Uh, that's where you're like, oh, hey, now there's another data point. We just figured something out. And uh, so, yeah, I, I hope uh, maybe they would get separated that way we can have an idea of who exactly is where at least on day one and, and there's a lot of guys there I mean, if they're all together that's uh that's a pretty crowded group so um you know i i hope they are separate i think they probably will be but the corners yeah i, I want to see is how is denzel burke ahead of jordan hancock and and Jacqueline johnson and i assume they will be I'm also interested to see, like, is everybody healthy? And is there a, a blue jersey or a green jersey or an orange jersey on, on any of these guys? Because, you know, it's, it's a very important position. And there are a ton of questions. And you want this to be as ideal of a camp as possible for every member of this secondary. And you need all of them to figure out your best five, six, seven guys. And, uh, you know, I'd love to see Cam Cam Brown out there with the ones because that tells me he's healthy. Uh, but will he? You know, we'll see. Obviously, we'll see. Uh, and, and then again, will we? <laughs> you know, <laughs> he'll be out there because we've seen him running and, and jogging before in the in the spring. So we expect him to do like all of the drills. But if there's no, is he ready for physical um, contact yet? And they're not really doing much of that right now. And uh, you know. Ryan Watts is right there as well. Yeah, there's a number of guys that I'm interested to see. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to see who is where. Yeah, and you know, we, we just mentioned, including Denzel Burke, seven different guys who are first or second year guys who are corners. You don't necessarily need seven of those guys to be stepping up and being ready to play this year. But if you had like two or three, that would go a long way towards you know providing some depth a little insurance behind Cam Brown. I mean, all indications are Cam Brown should be good to go to as of today, but you know, we'll, we'll see when we, we'll see it when we see it. And yeah, if, if they can just get a few of those guys to kind of step up and be ready to at least be kind of rotation players there by the start of the year, that would go a long, long, long way to, to solving what is probably the biggest question mark for this year's team. With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, those corners are going to be going up against a, uh, you know, let, let's just say it. It is the most talented wide receiver, you know, unit in the country. It might be the most talented wide receiver unit in the history of college football. I mean, it is just insane. You know about Chris Olave. You know about Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Julian Fleming, you know, you, you you know all those guys. You've also got the three freshman wide receivers. Emeka Igbuka, Marvin Harrison Jr., Jaden Ballard. They were all in for spring. We learned yesterday they're all roommates with Kyle McCord as well. So there's a, a fun story that we'll get to beat into the ground for the next 12 months or so. But, you know, a couple of those guys really popped in the spring. So I'm going to be interested to see where Marvin Harrison Jr. and Igbuka and, you know, to a lesser extent, Ballard, but, but I mean, especially Harrison, like, where are they running? Are they, are they in that top six already? Yeah. And you've, you mentioned like seven guys. So a few of them have to be in that top six, right? Like <laughs> based on math alone and, and, uh, you know, where is, how far along is Cameron Babb in his recovery from an injury and, and where is he in, in that mix? But yeah, is it, like, we, we can just go ahead and, and pencil in like what like i assume it's Emeka Igbuka behind jackson smith and jigma and marvin harrison behind gary wilson julian fleming behind chris olave but tom uh how often when we sit here we talk we've planned this out we know we what we expect how often are we like oh i never like somebody else is like garrett wilson was at x as a freshman like oh i never really considered that because that's not and so this is something that um you know we are routinely made foolish by uh, coaches at times, not all the time. Some of the times when we try to take guesses, but these are educated guesses. That's where everybody was in the spring. So, I mean, it sounds like coaches are playing players out of position. So that's, that's really on them more than us. If if you ask me, but yeah, I mean, you're right. This is, this is kind of one of the natural fallouts from Brian Hartline and his recruiting philosophy, which is you're not trying to get the six foot five X anymore. You're not trying to get the five foot nine little water bug slot guys. They want guys who can just kind of play inside, play outside, be flexible, give them a lot of options, which then means sometimes guys got to go from inside to outside and some guys sometimes vice versa. Like this is this is a you know, this is a bug, not a feature in the uh, Ohio State wide receiver recruiting room, you know, recruiting philosophy and the Ohio State uh, wide receiver room. And, you know, it, it's working out pretty darn well so far. Uh, another another room that is just loaded with young talent is the running backs. Um, you know, you know about Master Teague. You know about Mayan Williams, Travion Henderson. Where is Travion Henderson in the pecking order right now? I mean, is he, uh, you know, Steel Chambers is probably still a running back, it sounds like. I mean, he had sort of talked about moving to a linebacker. There's been some thought about moving him to linebacker. It sounds like he's probably still at running back. That's something we can look for today. 
But where is Travion Henderson? Is he ahead of Chambers? Is he ahead of Marcus Crowley? Is he ahead of Evan Pryor? You know, I think by the time the season kicks off in, yes, four weeks and one day, hooray, it's almost here. It seems like Travion Henderson could be in line for some really early playing time based on all the stuff we're kind of hearing from behind the scenes. But, you know, I'm just going to be intrigued to see where is he right now entering fall camp? And, you know, is, you know, is he already in that like two, three kind of spot on the, you know, in the order, or does he have, you know, the opportunity to maybe move up as, as the month moves along? Well, and the other guy you have to keep in mind is Xavier Johnson, the walk-on mm-hmm. who's a senior who's been around forever. And he, in the spring, there were many times where he was with the running first or second in these drills. And uh, so you, you factor him in. So, but do you, I mean, let's, I mean, he is a walk-on and he hasn't carried the ball. So you're not expecting him to take carries away from Travion Henderson or Mayan Williams or uh, Marcus Crowley. But if, if, Travion Henderson tomorrow, uh, today, this morning, is already ahead of, say, Marcus Crowley and Steel Chambers. I mean, that's that's a move. That's pretty significant. And um, because I, I would expect the veterans, the returning guys, to all be ahead of him. And then it's a, similar to the JT Tuomolo out thing. Like, okay, he's running fifth right now. Where is he in a week? Where is he in two weeks? Because I don't think anybody who pays attention to any of this in any amount of way expects Travion Henderson to be running fifth in two weeks or three weeks. And if he is, boy, howdy. Uh, You mentioned Ohio State having the most talented wide receiver room. They will have the most talented running back room if Travion Henderson can't get carries there. Yeah, I mean, you you look at Marcus Crowley, you look at Steel Chambers, and it's like these are guys who are averaging like in the neighborhood of eight yards a carry, and they might be fourth and fifth on the depth chart. I mean, this is this is uh, an embarrassment of riches for Tony Alford and uh, for Brian Hartland at wide receiver as well, and for Corey Dennison quarterback, and uh, you know, Greg Stavaro's got some uh, pretty darn talented offensive linemen, and uh, you know, the defensive line unit is looking pretty deep and pretty strong for Larry Johnson and. You know, I mean, I guess the questions are linebacker and defensive back more or less. And, and you know, they, there are a lot of potential solutions there. It's not uh, they, they're not lacking for potential solutions in those rooms. It's just which of these guys is going to step up. And, uh, you know, I, I'm starting to think this might be a pretty decent football season for uh, for the local the local club team in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, it's, it's starting to shape up that way. Uh, it's about time. It, the long suffering Ohio State fans may finally have a winner to root for. You know, you never know. Crazier things have happened, but uh, yeah, it could it could be it could be an interesting fall in Columbus, and that uh, that interesting fall starts today with the opening of fall camp. We'll have uh, Mark Givler and Tony and I will be at practice very very early this morning. We'll have complete coverage at BuckeyeScoop.com. We'll have uh, photos. We'll probably have some videos from practice. We'll have uh, an instant reaction podcast on the Buckeye Weekly feed after the show, after we're done with uh, an interview with Ryan Day after practice today. We're going to have a lot of coverage at BuckeyeScoop.com, and that will just continue all throughout the week, throughout the month. Hotel check-in day is coming. Yes, the best day of the year. Hotel check-in day coming very soon. We'll have coverage of that this week. There is so much going on, and it is all happening at BuckeyeScoop.com. So sign up today. Get access to our incredible team of insiders, all of our great inside information. There's a lot going on, not just with the Buckeyes, but with conference realignment and all that, all the various moving parts there. College football is changing quite a bit, and uh, you can kind of get the inside track on what's what's going to happen next at BuckeyeScoop.com. Also, do make sure you check out all of our great podcasts. I've plugged the Buckeye Weekly podcast a couple times already today. We uh, are going to be 
more or less moving daily. It's not quite daily, but it's going to be pretty darn close to daily for this as this month as we sort of kick into football season mode. There is an awful lot to talk about with this team. You can find that uh, find the Buckeye Weekly podcast and all of our great podcasts on whatever podcast platform you like. Just search Buckeye Scoop to find those. You can subscribe right there and also leave us a five star rating or review, which will help other folks find those shows. And finally, if you are watching on YouTube, at the end of this video, there's going to be a little thing that pops up that has uh, another suggested video for you from our channel and also has a little circle on the right hand side with the Buckeye Scoop logo. Click on that one, that little logo, and you will get a you will be subscribed to our YouTube channel. Then you get notified every time we go live with a new player or coach interview, every time we post new practice video, every time we post a new podcast, all of it. It's all free. YouTube.com slash Buckeye Scoop. Just subscribe and you get notified every time we post a new video. And man, oh man, are we going to be posting some new videos this month? There is a lot of stuff coming. You have no idea. So that's all coming a little bit. All you've got to do is subscribe, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to YouTube, subscribe to BuckeyeScoop.com. Just have to do the same thing three times. Pretty easy, if you ask me. That'll do it for today. Thank you guys for joining us. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.